Hey everyone, praise the Lord. This is George. I am very excited today again to come back to your screens. Now, today I want to talk about uh, a very, very interesting uh, topic that I, I feel needs to be spoken about. When the Jezebel spirit takes over your ministry. Or when the Jezebel spirit takes over your church, what happens then? All right, and 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 one of the things that I I learned when I was very young was that the the one uh, thing that will confront me uh, totally uh, in my ministry is the spirit of Jezebel. If there is one enemy that uh, people should be aware of or people, uh, or pastors and preachers should be alert about, it is a spirit of Jezebel. Uh, this spirit is, is so dangerous. And the reason I'm saying uh, that uh, it is so dangerous is because it doesn't come as an evil spirit. It doesn't look evil at first. In fact, it is identified as, as a, prophetic, uh, a prophetic spirit because Jezebel identified herself in, in the Bible as a prophetess. And so she comes as a camouflage uh, and gets into the church. So I always tell people that this is a spiritual spirit. It's a spiritual demonic spirit, okay? that seeks to control, manipulate, destroy, and, and just uh, destroy and ravage everything. But the Bible says in John 10.10 10, that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come, Jesus says, so that you may have life and have it in abundance. And so the reason that I'm sharing this is not, is not to put fear uh, because we should not be afraid of anything as long as we are with Jesus and the blood of Jesus defeats all things and at the name of Jesus every knee bows. And so I'm not, I'm, I'm not uh, uh, doing this to bring fear to people. Uh, I am actually doing the opposite. I want people to understand how this thing works and how to fight it or stop it from operating. I know that there are many books that have been written and many pastors have come forward and, and taught about the spirit of Jezebel. I have done it in the past. I have done it uh, in, in some, uh, some uh, videos and some audios. And you can also listen to my podcast uh, where I have talked about the spirit of Jezebel. And, and this thing has really, um, uh, it's been on my, in my heart for a while now. And I've been planning to teach it, but then uh, obviously I had to I had to make time for it, and and so here we are. And so, uh, the spirit of Jezebel. Many people have written about it. You can check sources from uh, John Paul Jackson, the late. He's written about uh, the Jezebel spirit, and one of the guys who's uh, also very well written is a man called Jonas Clark. Uh, you can find him at jonasclark.com. Brilliant man. And there's this book, uh, uh, is it a book or an article I read? Uh, it was talking about Jezebel, the seductress goddess of war. Okay. Now, many people uh, do not understand how the Jezebel spirit operates. And many people who try to understand how it operates uh, get themselves entangled in it. And, and they do not understand it. And, and sometimes before they know it, they have lost everything. And, and so what I want to try and do is just give pointers, you know, not just uh, not give too much information that is so irrelevant. I want to give uh, brief information that is relevant to uh, your daily life. Historically, you can find Jezebel uh, in the book of First Kings, uh, chapter eighteen, and this is the story of, of of Elijah. All right, and and Elijah confronted this spirit. Now, what you have to understand is that the spirit of Jezebel 
can operate in both men and women. It's not just the women, uh, but it is represented in the Bible as a woman's spirit. It is a spirit that was carried by a woman who was the queen of Israel and the wife of King Ahab. The reason why uh, Jezebel's spirit is defined as a woman's spirit is because of Queen Jezebel in the Bible. All right, First Kings chapter 18 and 19. You can read that and, and see the whole story and how uh, it unfolds. But just to create, uh, to just give you a brief of, of the whole chapter, there's this guy called Prophet Elijah. We all know him. And so he goes out and, and destroys, uh, uh, you know, he comes, let me begin from the beginning. He comes and, and talks to the king and says, there shall be no rain till I say so. And after three and a half years, the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to him and, and, and you know, God told him, now go and show yourself to Ahab. And so he comes out after three years of being searched, being a fugitive. He shows up and says, all right, I'm back now. Let's call for a duel or let's call for um, a contention or a competition at Mount Carmel. And Ahab says, all right, let's go to Mount Carmel. And, and so Elijah gets to Mount Carmel and Ahab comes with uh, Jezebel's prophets. And, and remember, what you have to also understand is that these prophets, the, the prophets that are known as, the, as Jezebel's prophets, were genuine prophets initially. They were true prophets until they met Jezebel. And, they, and Jezebel took over their prophetic gifts and they began to prophesy according to Jezebel, uh, Je the Jezebelic spirit. She offered them food and they used to eat at her table, all right? And these were genuine people who were walking in the, in the prophetic. But then they were compromised by Jezebel. And so when Jezebel spirit takes over your church, then you know you're in trouble because most times you don't even know it. And so Elijah comes and says the God who answers by fire is God. And so they set up, he, he says they set up two altars. And so they set up the two altars and, and Elijah has one altar, and the, the, the prophets of Baal have another altar, and the prophets of Baal have to go fast. And so they go fast, they call for their God to answer by fire, he doesn't. At some point, Elijah bega, uh, begins to taunt them, you know, telling them maybe their God is asleep, or maybe he's taking a walk. And, and so they do that the whole morning, the whole afternoon, and, and really nothing happens. And so the time of the evening sacrifice, Elijah says, all right, it's my turn now. So he cuts the bulls and, and prepares the altar for the sacrifice. And then he goes and says and makes a very powerful prayer. And voila, before you know it, boom, fire comes and, and burns the whole uh, sacrifice at Elijah's altar. It sucks up the waters, burns the stones on which the sacrifice was put. And all Israel realizes oh we, we've been wrong and so they turn and they say all right we we've repent so that was the first miracle that day and then after that elijah goes up to the mountain and prays for the rains uh, that had not come for three years and so he prays and the rains come and there's a flood and and there's heavy rain and he runs and overtakes the chariots of ahab now that's a great victory. It's like having a wonderful revival meeting or revival service or revival conference. And, and in that revival, there are great things that are happening. Miracles have happened. Uh, the Lord has shown up. Prophecies have come forth. Healings have come. People have been restored. Marriages have been healed. You know, it's, it's a wonderful place. Salvations. Uh, souls have come to Christ. It's like having a wonderful, wonderful revival meeting. And, and you are rejoicing. But even though Elijah did all that, all that, there's one thing I think he didn't really uh, think. He didn't think that Jezebel would come after him. And so Jezebel sends a message to Elijah and says, I'm going to kill you. Tomorrow, by this time, I will have your head. I'm going to kill you. And, and the Bible says that Elijah, uh, you know, got so much afraid of this woman that he ran into the wilderness and he was hit by discouragement and he began saying, God, come for me. I want to die. 
I, I want to die, all right, and and just come for me. And 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 you know, you've just performed a great miracle. You've had a wonderful service. You are the prophet of the day. Everyone is singing uh, your praises. They are telling you how anointed you are. They are telling you how powerful you are, all right. But before you know it. Jezebel hits and Jezebel is in your church and Jezebel is in your ministry and Jezebel is in your house and you don't know how but you can't uh, trace it you suddenly feel discouraged you feel tired you feel exhausted you begin to manipulate people you begin to control people you were not controlling people before but suddenly you have the urge to be to be the one the leader the one true leader of these people you really want that and so Elijah doesn't die of course and Jezebel doesn't get to him because uh, he's taken up uh, by chariots and goes to heaven now my point is this it doesn't matter how powerful you are as a preacher it doesn't matter how powerful you are as an intercessor when Jezebel targets you my brother or my sister you better be very careful because this is a spirit of camouflage she comes camouflage she won't come as jezebel she will come as an angel of light she will come uh, in the form of rescuing you if you have a prophetic gift you are even in more danger because now she comes to try and 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 lift your spirit or or expose your gift or try to affirm you all right uh, with this gift so that she can compromise you now let me give you some traits uh, so that you're able to know or to trace whether this is happening in your church or in your heart as a pastor, whether you have these desires. Now, one trait is her obsessive passion for domineering and controlling others, especially in the spiritual realm. Let me repeat that. Uh, one trait is her obsessive passion. See, uh, this spirit is obsessed uh, uh, for... Uh, to dominate and control others, okay, uh, especially in the spiritual realm. So how does this control, uh, let, me, let me explain how this control and domineering begins. You begin to hear things like you are not in tune with the spirit, all right? Uh, you are not in tune with my spirit. Uh, you, are, uh, you are stopping the spirit from flowing, when you begin to hear such words, then you've got to know you could be in the presence of a Jezebelic spirit that is obsessed with domineering and controlling you so that you're able to submit. The truth uh, is this, really, no one really knows how to connect in the spirit unless you are uh, using other spirits. If the Holy Spirit of God is in your church, you won't have to say this one and this one are not connecting because when the Holy Spirit comes, everyone moves. If God comes to your church or to your ministry and he is God and he comes, everyone will witness that indeed God was here. But if things happen in your church and people, some people are wondering, uh, was that God, was it not God? It is not their lack of understanding it is because there is something else fishy that is happening. Maybe God wasn't in that meeting. Maybe Jezebel was, and, and she was controlling everything. Okay, So obsess obsessive passion uh, for domineering and controlling others, especially uh, in the spiritual realm. All right. Then number two is that such a single-minded determination to have one's way no matter who is destroyed in the process. This is a characteristic of the Jezebel spirit. They don't care who gets destroyed. They have a single mind. Uh, they are determined to have their way. So they ignore all the wise advice. They ignore anything that you're telling them. This is in the church, all right? And, and they destroy people. They destroy people because they think they know and they think that they are doing these things because God has told them to do. Now, the, the, the um, Revelation chapter 2 verses 18 to 29 uh, talks about the Jezebel spirit. And you can read it. Um, it talks about Jezebel's sexual immorality 
and idol worship that she taught these prophets. And, and eventually, she will be uh, destroyed. Now, this is a funny thing. The end uh, for those who succumb to a Jezebel spirit is always death and destruction, both in the physical and the spiritual sense. And this is how it works. When you are faced with uh, by a person who is who has a Jezebel spirit, sometimes they know they have it, sometimes they don't know. They will begin to tell you that if you leave my church, you will get cast. If you go against me, you will get cast. And sometimes when you go against them, some of these uh, things, be, uh, bad things, begin to happen to you, and you actually begin to think that those people are people of God. But what you don't know is that you have succumbed to a Jezebelic spirit and the end is death and destruction, both in the physical and in the spiritual sense. A real, a real man of God, true man of God, or woman of God, who has Jesus Christ in their heart and in their lives, will never send curses against you for either leaving them or talking about them or gossiping about them. They would never do that. If someone has Jesus in their heart and someone has Christ in them and they are spiritual leaders, they will in fact say, may the Lord bless you even more. And I used to see that uh, with Prophet T.B. Joshua. People would attack him and, and they would say things about him. But he never at one point responded by, say, by, by attacks. He never attacked people. He never said uh, bad things uh, in public. Yet everyone else was throwing stones against them. He had so many opportunities to sue people, but he never did. And, and you can tell that Jesus was in that, uh, in that man's heart. When you, when you have Jesus in your heart, you will not do some things to people. Okay? So the Jezebel spirit is born of uh, witchcraft and rebellion. And, and let me read this. The, this demon is one of the most common spirits in operation today. Today in many churches, both in the church and in the world. And, and I'm talking about the church. It's a powerful enemy to the body of Jesus Christ. And she operates freely on sincere believers whose hearts are for the Lord individually and have also attained, has also attained positions of power as powers and principalities within the church the spirit establishes its stronghold prima primarily in women. Okay? However, many men have been victimized to by it as well, where it functions as a controlling spirit. Controlling spirit. Controlling spirit. Controlling spirit. Controlling spirit. Please understand those words. Control. 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 When the pastor says they want to control, when they begin to demand for things that you are, you are unable to meet, but they keep uh, telling you that you've got to meet them, they are control, control. When the pastors want to know about your marriage, about you know details about your life, and they want to control your decisions, to control who you hang out with, to control who you talk to, to control where you go, to control everything in your life, there's a problem. The Jezebel spirit is in a constant agitation, terribly aggressive, very determined, controlling, selfish, power-hungry, manipulative, unrepentant, deceitful spirit, an overwhelmingly evil spirit, and those are good points. About the Jezebel. There is more that's very bad. And repentant meaning that uh, whenever you confront this spirit, it never yields. It never accepts that it has made a mistake. When they destroy people and then you confront them with facts, they will justify them using a spiritual, spiritual thing, spiritual terms, spiritual things that you don't even understand. And then they will begin to say some things are, are caught, not taught. Okay, Once you are in such an environment, then you begin to know that this is a Jezebelic controlled uh, 
environment okay so one of the things that Jezebel really wants is to uh, to gain identity to have glory to gain recognition to have power and satisfy the need for the praises of men and when i say to gain recognition uh, you will find that a pastor is self obsessed with recognition they cannot stand not being recognized even in their own churches like even for the leader of the service they must recognize this pastor they must say uh, oh man of god great father papa you know they have to really say elaborately talk about this individual and and not jesus christ another sign that you will see when the Jezebelic spirit has taken over a, a prophetic ministry is when the prophet is always referring to himself i said this i did this the anointing i carry the power i carry the things i have done the miracles i have seen you know when when you begin to see the i i me myself and i in in your leader or in any leader there is a possibility that the Jezebel spirit is in operation because it is seeking for glory recognition power okay one of the reasons why Jezebel attacked um, uh, uh, Elijah is because Elijah came and knocked her off the throne uh, you know from the hearts of the people and Jezebel wanted the glory and so she could not share glory with anyone else you got to be destroyed and so uh then the next thing that you have to understand when this spirit is operating is that it hates men when it is operating in a woman it hates men okay now i'm not talking about the feminists and all that stuff now i'm talking about church and i'm talking about uh, uh the Jezebelic spirit that castrates men and produces eunuchs a eunuch is someone who cannot uh, give birth because they have been castrated and the Jezebel spirit castrates men such that they cannot function she hates men she will never take any advice from a man she would always look at a man as a competitor now understand that this Jezebel may be married to a pastor okay and begins to operate in the wife of the pastor and begins to castrate the men in the church in the presence of the pastor because the pastor cannot act because he's an ahab he is a passive person or he has also been castrated therefore he cannot bear any fruit so you have to understand that the Jezebel spirit uh, manifests in different forms it can manifest in forms of control and i'm going to give you ways on how this spirit manifests in form of control in form of personal reference it is me myself and i you are the problem i am not the problem you are the reason why the choir is going down i am not the reason why the choir is going down you are the reason why my church is this you are the reason why so it has an accusatory tone and it keeps accusing and accusing and accusing and most of what we are seeing today in the world uh, today where people are insisting on submission to authority is basically a Jezebelic control where people want control of other people so they say if you don't submit to my authority you are not mine and and you see now there is no problem submitting to an authority i have no problem with that but there is a problem to submitting to a controlling authority okay someone wants to control your life they want to control uh, when you eat uh, when you should get married uh, when you should start having kids where you should live so they, they want to control all that and now that be, uh, becomes a major major uh, problem now some of the things is that the the the, the Jezebel spirit comes out is uh, the spirit of deception deceiving okay now the spirit of deception is also found uh, in the story that is in numbers about Balak and Balaam and and Balaam teaches Balak how to 
deceive the children of Israel because he tries to cast them. Now remember this guy was a diviner. He was not a prophet. Balaam was not a true prophet of God. He was a diviner. But when he went to try and cast the Israelites, the Lord responded to him and said, these ones are blessed. So he, did, he couldn't manage to cast them. And so he goes to Balak and says, these people I can't cast, but uh, there is another way. So he teaches Balak, uh, Balak how to deceive, the spirit of deception. And, and it works together with this Jezebelic spirit. It comes uh, uh, in, into deception. And, and you come into a church and you begin to realize that there is a deception that is going on, but no one else can see it. Okay? Now, it's a maneuvering spirit. It maneuvers. When, when a higher authority comes around, it maneuvers and, and begins to twist the stories. So you will, you, if you're not in the spirit of God, you will not pinpoint it. You will not know this is a Jezebelic uh, spirit. Okay? Now, those who, who are possessed by her tend to defend her. They defend this spirit uh, from any form of criticism. Uh, like many times uh, you find that you can even, people can die or people can kill you when you try to confront some of the issues that are going on. Another sign that your church or your ministry is under a Jezebelic spirit is where people can't question anything you say. Now, that's a very big sign, my friends. If people cannot question um, your ideas or your thought processes, if you cannot put your thought process of where the church wants to go and allow people to question it, then you are, you are already getting into a Jezebelic uh, uh, feast. You're already in her feast. And so you're getting into control and, and manipulation. She's a man-hater. All right. She is power-hungry. As I have said, she wants power. She wants to be the one uh, who is ruling. She wants to be the only one at the top. They, they ca she can't share anything. And when the Jezebel spirit sees that people are paying loyalty or are giving loyalty to someone else other than her, or let me use the spirit because if I use her, people may misunderstand. Please understand I am not uh, talking about women. I'm talking about a spirit. That's, that that is, works both in women and men. When the spirit of Jezebel sees that there is another center of power or perceives or imagines that there could be another center of power, this spirit moves to strike and destroy this other center of power. So if you're in a church and you have a department that you are heading and the people in your department are loyal to you and are not loyal to your pastor uh, uh, as much as they are to you. If your pastor is working uh, or being controlled by the Jezebelic spirit, he will hit you so hard and hit that department so hard, you won't know what hit you. But it is because you have some loyalties around you. All right, and, and by the time you do that, you already know that that is a church that is a, under a Jezebelic uh, control. All right? Now, this spirit is also very intelligent. It can tell you about the word of God. Uh, it can teach because it's a prophetic um, spirit. It teaches. It understands the church. It understands what the church wants. It understands what people want. And so it gives them that. And therefore, it is uh, it's very intelligent and finds uh, it's very challenging uh, uh, to control. And it controls and manipulates people intellectually. All right? But, uh, uh, so you find smart people who are bowing to this spirit. You'll find lawyers who are in churches, but they are bowing to the spirit of Jezebel. Because there's a way... This spirit twists the truth for people to begin to worship. Worship is allowed, what we call self-worship. Okay? The Jezebel spirit wants to be worshipped. They worship, the a person who has the spirit of Jezebel worships themselves and they want people to worship uh, them. 
So you will find that in churches where the Jezebelic spirit has taken over, people will go and bow before the man of God. They will actually kneel. Some of them will walk kneeling. And the person who is uh, controlled by this Jezebelic spirit will not tell them to stop kneeling, will not tell them to stop bowing. He, it's like they will almost encourage it. Okay, they, they will do something that shows it's as if they're encouraging it. So the Jezebel spirit, uh, they see themselves as super achievers. They, they think they're the guys. They think everyone is, is wrong. They think everyone else is not doing their job. They are the only ones who are doing their jobs. And whenever something goes wrong, it is not their fault. It is everyone else's fault but themselves. The danger here is when your senior pastor is operating this way. Because they will never take the blame for anything. You will always be the one to take the blame. They are jealous. And, and this is another thing. When the Jezebel, when someone... Uh, this spirit with the Jezebel spirit sees you with something new, they will make comments that uh, will you will begin to ask yourself why would they say something like that? Okay, and I have countless examples that I can give. It's only that I don't want to mention those examples. Now they cannot allow other people to get attention but themselves. That's another way of expressing their jealousy. So if someone says, oh, you've got a nice shirt, the Jezebel spirit comes in and says, oh, yeah, yeah, this is a nice shirt. You know, I also have uh, something. So they try to deflect it back to themselves. And that's pure Jezebelic operation. Okay? So she'll do all he can to prevent others from receiving attention and, um, and recognition. They will do everything they can. Then there's also the, manipu uh, the, manipulate, the manipulation by the, spirit, uh, by the Jezebelic spirit. Now, this happens a lot in churches such that uh, sometimes you look at it and you're like, well, maybe people know, maybe people are just ignoring, I do not know. But it uses other people's, uh, other people's objects that suit her need. So you're going to do the job so that I get uh, the glory. You don't get mentioned, you don't get the glory anywhere, but I get um, the glory. So they use other people as objects to gain control, to influence and power. Once they have gained the control that they need, then they reject and toss the people aside. Now this one characteristic of the Jezebelic spirit. You can be faithful to a Jezebelic spirit for years. And then one day out of nowhere, they change and they turn against you. And they become so cold against you that you begin uh, to, to, you get confused. And that is one of their characteristics, to confuse you so that they can either control you more or do away with you. Okay? So I know people have been faithful in their churches uh, or in their ministries, and then suddenly their senior pastor turns against them, or their leader turns against them, not necessarily because of something they did, uh, but turns against them and 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 begins to castigate them and, and, and look at them as the enemy and treat them as the enemy. And many people have fallen away from church and destinies have been uh, destroyed. So they toss people aside, after they have used them. Now, if this is in a family, they will uh, do this. They will control you emotionally. They want you, you see those people in the family who want all of you to bow to them, to always ask for their opinions and their advice. That is typical Jezebel spirit. They are domineering. That's another characteristic. Extremely authoritarian and bossy. They boss everyone even people who are not related to them, even people they don't really know well, they want to boss them around. So by nature, but they they, they do this, uh, you know, to try and create dom do, uh, the domination that they need. When you visit their houses and, and you want to just go and visit their houses, they want you to be, uh, to bow to their rules and everything they do. If, if they eat at a certain time, they don't care whether you're there, this Jezebelic spirit 
controls their husband, controls their children, controls everything. And when they make mistakes in their moment of domination, they will never admit to it. They will actually turn it against you. So you can't raise uh, such that they, they clip you from ever raising questions or ever saying to them that they are wrong. They turn it against you. And, and when they turn it against you, it becomes so bad that now you become the wrong, the, the wrong person. This happens in relationships. This happens in marriages. This happens also in churches. Okay. Then there is unrealistic expectations of others. Okay. They have serious expectations of others that is not real. It's, it's, it can't be done. When you ask them what their expectations of you are, they will not tell you. But when you do something, they will tell you you did not meet their expectations. You did not meet expectations that they did not communicate to you. Okay, so they demand things from you that they have not communicated to you. They have not told you. That's typical Jezebelic uh, operation if it's in a church or home, wherever. Because this is what I believe. Um, if I want something from you, the first thing to do is to communicate to you exactly what I want. Then if you can't do it, you tell me you can't do it. Then we see how, what can you do. Then we work with what you can do. And I help you to achieve what I want you to achieve. In the absence of that, um, I could not say, and I cannot say, that you have not met my expectations because I did not communicate those expectations. But if I communicate and you say you cannot meet them, then I will tell you what can you do, what, uh, what level can you go, and you tell me I can go 50%, and then I'm going to tell you, all right, then you go 50%, I'll go 50%, we will help each other, and I'll help you to get to 100%. Now, that is mentorship. But domineering, control, manipulation is emotional cards. Uh, uh, here and there, you did not meet my expectations. So the next week, you guys, you go and you do your best. And then they say, no, you didn't even do anything today. What is wrong? You all look tired. You all look sleepy. And then you go back again the following Sunday or the following Saturday, whichever time. And then you go again and you do. And the more you do these things, the more discouraging uh, the voice of Jezebel is. The voice of Jezebel comes and tells you, no, today you did this, but you did not do this. You did this, but you did not do this. So they never affirm you. They never tell you well done. They never say brilliant. And because of that, people become discouraged. People begin to bow. People begin, there are those who succumb to the Jezebelic tendencies. There are those who submit to this Jezebel. There are those who decide to fight it and confront it. And, and you see, war unto them who fight it at that moment, because then it hits you so hard, this spirit, that you may even quit ministry. Alright? And when you quit ministry, they'll tell you, oh, we told you you're going to be cast. And, and it's not about the curses. Now, then there is seduction, control, and manipulation. So they seduce you fast. Uh, and this is not just sexually. They seduce you with anything. They could seduce you with some money or some gifts or some whatever it is that you desire. They seduce you. Then they begin to control you. Then they get to the manipulation part and they begin to manipulate you. And the funny thing is they see nothing wrong with destroying other people's lives. In fact, they say, if this person stayed, I would have helped them. If this person was this, they would have been better. I have nothing. I did not do anything wrong. Proverbs 30 verse 20 is very interesting because it says such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. Typical Jezebel. I have done nothing wrong. Now, this is another characteristic. She loves this spirit of Jezebel. Loves to pull people to itself and away from those who can truly speak into their lives. So it creates a separation. If you have a family, if you have a husband, it pulls you away from your husband. If you have a wife, it pulls you away from your wife. If you have a father, a mom, an uncle, a brother, it pulls you away from people who can really speak into your life. And one of the ways that this spirit does that is by telling you to be submitted to it, that you must submit to this spirit 
only, to their authority, and their authority only. So these are the churches that will never allow you, or the pastors who will never allow you to go to another church, or a ministry that never allows you to go to another ministry, because they don't want other people speaking into your life, because they are afraid that if other people speak into your life, they may speak things that expose this Jezebelic spirit. So they will not allow you to go to another church. They will not allow you to go uh, to marry someone who is not of their church or of their ministry. They will not allow you to interact with other people out there for your own growth. If this is happening, then you are under a serious Jezebelic control. And if this is happening in your church, then you, your church has been taken over by the Jezebelic spirit. Understand this, my brothers and my sisters. A Jezebel spirit doesn't mean there will be no prophecies. Having a Jezebelic spirit control your church doesn't mean that there will be no miracles. In fact, it thrives. This spirit thrives in those things. All right? And, and uses them as a camouflage to those things. Jezebelic spirit are possessive, 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 and domineering. So she wants to possess you. It's all about her. It's all about itself. It wants to, uh, uh, you serve me, serve this church, serve this ministry. There's nothing out there for you. If you go out there, you will be destroyed. You've got to stay here. Now, the funny thing is uh, they're afraid of being left uh, because they, they, when you leave them, you have, uh, you have taken away their power of control. So they're afraid of being left. So they use that possession. They use those words. If you go out there, you're going to fail. If you go out there, you will not succeed. The only place you can succeed is here. But then you stay there and they control you and they're hitting you and they're beating you up every day. And at the end of the day, you go out there, you succeed, and, and they, they, they begin to say, oh, that's our son, that's our daughter. Okay, Jezebelic spirit. Then, self-pity is another characteristic of, of Jezebel. They use self-pity or victim mentality or victim card. They come out and say, oh, I'm the victim. I'm the one who was wronged. I'm the one uh, that they did this to me and they did this to me. And, and so, uh, you know, and many other things that this spirit uh, of Jezebel has they are ambitious they are convinced they have all these things and all these characteristics but one of the things that they keep talking about is uh spiritual things spirituality 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 and and they will accuse you you're not sensing things in the spirit you're not seeing things in the spirit you're not understanding things in the spirit some things can only be understood in the spirit and because you are not right in the spirit you're not understanding anything in the spirit so they, they, that's the language of Jezebel it's a Jezebelic controlled uh, environment and that's a tongue that's the language that, that they keep you know they keep saying now when they, when someone keeps saying that and and when they keep telling you that then you will begin uh, to, uh, to, to doubt yourself. You even begin to doubt your own relationship with Jesus. You begin to doubt your own spirituality. You begin to think that maybe you're not spiritual enough. But this Jezebel is not telling you what to do for you to be spiritual, uh, to be more spiritual. They're not telling you pray more or do more. You know, they're not showing you. And, and even when they tell you pray more and you go, you pray more, you come back, they tell you, oh, you are still not yet at a level. Uh, of, 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 of a spiritual responsibility, spiritual maturity. You see, now, are these things, uh, the words I'm using wrong? No, they, they are there. You know, so we need to be spiritually alert. We need to be spiritually uh, confident. We need to see things in the spirit, hear things in the spirit. That's normal. But then, who determines who hears what? I can't determine whether you hear God or you don't. But you can't determine whether I hear God or I don't. God determines. But when I begin to come to you and I tell you, you are not spiritually alert, you are not spiritually awoke or awakened, you are not spiritually, you are not understanding things in the spirit. Uh, it is because of your spiritual posture, your spiritual position that everything is failing. When you begin to say that to the people that you are leading, 
you have already begun to get into the control. Then there's a murmuring, complaint, and criticism. You are murmuring, you are complaining, and you are criticizing the people you lead. The last, the spirit of last, begins to move in this Jezebelic. Remember in Revelation, the Jezebel taught these prophets uh, how to eat food sacrificed to idols and how to engage in sexual immorality. So there is lust in it. Infirmities and diseases, people begin to get sick and begins to destroy. And then there is the cursing, the curses that come, the curses, the curses. Uh, those with the Jezebel spirit curse everyone unwittingly bringing a curse upon themselves most of the time. Okay? And I say a curse without a cause has no power. Now, criticism is a, is a form of cursing. And, and when, when we say that if you leave my church, you're going to get cursed. If you leave my ministry, you will put a curse upon yourself. That, that is not a curse. Okay? And, and the Jezebel spirit needs to uh, and what you need to do if you're under this kind of stuff is leave leave the church i mean like you don't have you're not planted there you're not dying there leave and, and go to another church and and serve jesus um, let the jezebel deal with his uh with whoever he has occupied we uh, when people are afraid of being left they use everything when people are not secure in themselves and when you're secure in yourself, you're secure in your calling, you're secure in Jesus Christ, it doesn't really matter who is leaving you. Your call will continue. You will continue to minister. You will continue to be powerful. You will continue to grow because the ones who have left did not call you. Jesus called you. All right? And so don't be afraid of people leaving. And I love uh, what I read some time back, uh, and someone said that when someone comes and tells you they want to leave church, uh, don't try to keep them. Bless them, let them leave. Because by the time they came to tell you they want to leave, they had already left in their hearts. So let them leave. Bless them and let them leave. Okay? And, and so, uh, the Jezebel spirit has pride and is rebellious. And she hates repentance and humility. And, and, and so someone who has uh, a discerning spirit uh, or who can discern this spirit, can discern it from a distance, there is pride and rebellion. Pride such that you cannot correct them. You cannot tell them anything. You cannot advise them. Rebel uh, because whatever you tell them, they will defend themselves. They don't repent and they don't walk in humility. All right, so they are bitter and they have a lot of resentment. They're in pain. And so, uh, all these things, and, and coveting, okay? You, you know in the Bible, um, Jezebel uh, coveted, uh, Ahab coveted this, this land of Naboth, and, and Jezebel decided, okay, you know what? We're going to take this thing. And she killed Naboth and, her, and the children, and then gave this uh, in the name of Ahab, and then gave this land to Ahab. Now, if the wife of the pastor is the one operating in the Jezebelic spirit, she will do things in the name of the pastor. Some things the pastor will not even have sanctioned, but she will still do them. And she will always be protecting the husband. She will hurt people in the name of protecting the husband. Okay? And that's what Jezebel did in the Bible. She killed Naboth and his children in the name of protecting Ahab or giving Ahab whatever Ahab wanted okay now uh they i know there's a lot uh, that we can talk about and just read the story and look at how uh the jezebelic spirit operated uh in 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 the old testament and look at what the bible also talks about please do more research and and i want to encourage you to keep doing more research go to those uh to the site that i've asked you to do uh, jonasclark.com co.com uh, and and uh, John Paul Jackson read his books and especially the ones on uh, on the Jezebelic spirit and how to defeat the Jezebelic spirit and if you have seen these signs in your church uh, please pray uh, you know don't be defensive when you're defensive you're probably operating already in 
a Jezebelic spirit, pray and, and put yourself before God so that he may reveal to you uh, whether what I'm saying is true or not. Because many ministries and churches have, have, have been destroyed by the, the, the Jezebelic spirit. All right. So Jezebel, uh, when, when Jezebel takes over your church, what do you do? All right. These are the signs. Now, what do you do? First of all, you have to identify this. You have to say, all right, am I an Ahab? Because there is another whole thing about Ahab. Ahab was a kind of a man who was not confrontational. He was a passive man. He was a man who allowed everything and, 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 uh, and everyone to do whatever they wanted to do. And that's why the Bible says that he was sulking and, and crying because Naboth had refused to sell him the land. And Jezebel to, uh, told him, wake up, are you not the king? And so Jezebel goes and, and does these things and, and kills Naboth. And so you could be operating, you could be having a spirit of Ahab. And, and maybe that's why uh, the, the Jezebelic spirit is operating in your church. So if you're this kind of a person, you need to wake up and, and stay and get into prayer again as his spirit. What do you do if you're married to a Jezebel? Uh, whether it's your husband or your wife, you've got to bring these things to attention to the to the to them confront them and pray against the spirit that is controlling them now the only way a Jezebel answers is by confrontation you've got to confront it okay but don't expect them to bow don't expect them to uh, to accept don't expect people controlled by this spirit to say oh yeah no but you've got to confront it and confront it but the other characteristic you have to understand is that this spirit is relenting. So you also have to be unrelenting. You have to keep pushing and keep pushing until you win. Remember, Jezebel wants to paralyze you with fear, control, and manipulation. But Jesus has given you the power and the authority over all things. Power and authority over powers and principalities. Okay, We have been given the power to destroy all these things. So Jezebel condemns the spirit of condemnation. But the Bible says there is now no condemnations, uh, condemnation to those who believe in Jesus. And so, uh, though he wants to bring depression against you, Jesus says that I will give you life and life in abundance. So you're going to have life and life in abundance. Pray. Uh, some of the things to do is pray against a Jezebelic spirit identify it. First, you have to identify that it is the one disturbing you. Two, pray against it. Three, uh, confront it. All right, Confront the person. Tell them you're operating in a funny way. What's happening? And then get into that discussion. But keep praying against it. And I pray for you that victory will be yours. So let me hear what you have to say. Let me know if there are any things that I, can, I could add or questions that I could answer, and, and I know that God will bless us even as we continue in this ministry. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and the Lord be with you. Amen and amen.